Welcome back to the Nebraska Hoop Talk, the show where we talk to some of the best ball players and recruits for high school basketball in the great state of Nebraska. I'm Jake from Nebraska Talk, and along with me, I have Jamin from 402 Hoops. How are you doing, Jamin? I'm doing all right. How are you? Hey, it's doing great. It's been a while since I caught up with you guys to talk hoops, and I'm glad to be back. We also have John from Cornhusker Hoops Report. How are you doing, John? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great, John. Guys, we have a great guest with us, and he's a big part of the reason why Osmond Tigers are 18-3. and three. He also hit 1,000 career points. We have Grayson Schultze from Osmond Tigers. How are you doing, Grayson? I'm doing good. How are you? Hey, we're doing great, and we are so excited to get to know you, talk a little bit of basketball. And so tell me, who or what made you interested in playing the game of basketball? Um, I don't really know. It was third grade. I, I just got asked by, you know, the coach who was coaching the grade above me, and they asked me to play up. And I guess that's how I got started. All right. Very nice. You know, the being asked to play the grade up and, you know, it all started and the rest is history, right? Yep. <laughs> all right. So my question is, what do you think are the pros and cons of playing in a smaller town as Austin? Um, I would say, you know, if I were to play at, a, play at a bigger school, I probably wouldn't have played, you know, freshman, sophomore year. But at a smaller school, there's not as many players out so you have the chance to prove yourself right away so what or who in your opinion has been the biggest key to your personal success um, i would have to say my my coach uh, mr schultz he you know he took a gave me the opportunity to get a couple minutes in my freshman year and then sophomore year we went straight straight into that you know getting a lot of minutes in and he had confidence in me from the beginning so that was good so you're really close with um, post-graduated uh, guard um, Aaron. So you're really close with post-graduated guard Aaron Toshiba. Who who wins in a 1v1? You know, I'm not going to lie. It's me most of the time, but, you know, he's, he's a pretty good defender. So it's always a always a good matchup, though. Going into this year has been crazy. 2020 has been crazy. Going into 2021, how has COVID affected your training, focus, and overall play? Um, I don't really think it's affected me or my team that much. Um, you know, having limited fans there has been, you know, kind of weird. It's been real quiet in the gyms, but, you know, as we got throughout the season, there's been more people allowed, so. No, and you, you nailed it. So not having that crowd, you have to think of your teammates, your coaches, everybody kind of getting the, and even your mindset getting, you know, that, uh, that atmosphere, that vibe going. And it's going to be different now, especially if you guys go into district 75% capacity. Is that what we're up to now? Yeah, so, think so, yeah, that's going to that's going to be different. Being able to actually listen and, and you know and get the crowd involved. So, how do you how do you feel that will be like playing for that again? Uh, that would be good. Get back to more of a, a normal way. But I feel like our our team has been able to create enough energy just from you know us players that the. We didn't really notice that there wasn't as many fans there, but it'll be good to get back to the more normal way. Definitely. Who has been like a toughest competitor, like toughest person that has guarded you this year so far? I'd say probably 
I don't know if there's a specific person, but playing against like Lore, where they just, you know, they box in one, they just constantly someone right there face guarding you. But I, don't, I, I wouldn't say there's a specific, you know, one person. Specific game day routine or like pregame routine that you go through before the game? Um, I usually just treat the, the day, you know, more just normal, but then it gets closer to game time. You, you know, you turn the music on, you start getting ready for the game with your teammates and stuff. Speaking of um, music, who's your go-to artist before a game? Uh, probably um, Pop Smoke. Coming into the year, what goals did you set for yourself that you wanted to tackle and comp- uh, accomplish both personally and maybe team play? Um, I just wanted to, you know, do whatever our team needed me to do so that we were able to win games. But I, I obviously had the goal set of hitting 1,000 points, so it was good to meet one goal. But I'd say another goal we have to make it to state because you know it's just kind of everyone's team goal. So. Kind of going off of that answer, when you shot the shot to score your 1,000 career point, before you shot it, did you know that, like, oh, if I hit this, it's 1,000 career points, or did you learn after the fact? Uh, I I knew that I how many points I needed going into the game, but since it was like a buzzer beater going into halftime, so that really wasn't on my mind at the time. But after I was, as we were running back to the locker room, I was like, oh, I just hit 1,000 points. So your AAU team is um, Hoffman Hoops and the coach Hoffman. Who? Um, how'd you start playing with them? Um, uh, he used he used to go to Osmond when he was in high school. So he played on the same team as my dad, and so they were, they were good friends. And the the I used to play for Norfolk D League, and they weren't doing that doing it last summer. So he texted my dad, and we got that all set up. So speak going off of that question, when you first got to Hoffman. Being the out of state, being the out of town kid, like having people know you know, like Osman is a town. Like, um, who who was the easiest to connect with on on your team? Um, I'd probably have to say Tyler. He, he was nice to me. They they were they all knew each other, and I was just kind of the you know the outlier. But they were all really nice and made it easy. So going going when you're you know we all know that you hit a thousand points. You're a very great shooter. But what I noticed in your gameplay is you've got a eye to assist. So how do you find that? Do you just have that trust in your players? But you can throw the ball into many different areas of opportunity and make a play happen. Where does that come from? Um, uh, I don't really know. But, you know, sophomore year is probably when I actually started, you know, shooting the ball and trying to score. But. All the years before that, it was kind of just like, I was just trying to give my teammates open shots. So I'd say that's just kind of something I learned when I was younger, so. Definitely. Speaking of teammates, if you had to partner up with one other high school athlete that you haven't had the chance to, who would it be? Chucky Hepburn. That would have been fun to play with. I would have played with him, for sure. What are your plans for after you graduate high school? Is there uh, athletics or is it just academics going into a career? Um, that I haven't really even decided yet, but I don't know if I'll do athletics in college or not. But. What advice could you give to someone in middle school that wants to play varsity ball? Uh, they might look up to you and, you know, what could you give them coming on to the next level? What, what would you tell them? Um, I'd probably tell them that, you know, you got to work hard. You got to put in the extra hours. 
doing this, you know, doing the same amount of work as everyone else, but that's not going to get you anywhere. You have to do the extra work to get over that, being that average player. Definitely. Tell us a little bit about you as a person. So what hobbies or what do you like to do? Is there a particular video game, your pastime when you're not falling? What what do you like to do? Um, I, I play a lot of 2K. I, I was actually just playing that right before I, you know, got on here. So, Trash. you know. All right. <laughs> like it. When you leave Osmond High School, how do you want, like, the fans, the coaches, your teammates, how do you want them to remember you? Uh, just uh, that I was, uh, you know, like an unselfish player, put, put my teammates in good position. Uh, that I don't really know. Um, <laughs> I want them to remember remember me as a, as a nice guy, you know, being respectful to all the teachers, coaches, and everyone else. So kind of going off of that question, um, what are you going to miss most about Osmond? Um, I'm probably going to miss how how everyone here knows each other. You know, you can go anywhere, and you know, you go to like our little gas station, and there'll be old guys sitting in there, like, "Hey, we saw your game. You played good." Just how how nice everyone is, and how you everywhere you go, you see someone that you know. I want to thank Grayson for taking the time to visit with us, and we wish him the best of luck to finish out your season. I hope to watch you in the state. So that's uh, one of your goals. Congratulations on hitting your 1,000 career points. I think you're going to have a great rest of the season. So 18 and three, and you know you're looking good. So thank you very much for joining us and being able to pick your brain and talk a little bit of basketball with you. Yep. Thanks for having me. It's that time of week where we pick some of the top players or coaches of the week. I'll start it off. Guys, I've been watching twin sisters from Broken Bow, Kaya and Kaylin Scott. Kaya hit five three-pointers versus Ainsworth, and Kaylin shot 80% from the field, had 21 points, and was two two for two from the three-point line. I don't know if you've seen these two play, but while the what I was watching the other day, it's been amazing, and they still got a bright future ahead. I believe that... Um, they are juniors, if I remember right. You guys should watch some highlights. I'll be posting here within the next couple of days on them, but definitely great athletes. So just to add on to that, my guy over there, Coach Cooksley, I know he's he was a good shooter himself, so that kind of translated over to that. So that's just to add on. So my top performer of the week is number six in the country, my guy, Hernan Salas, I was in attendance for his game this past weekend in Grand Island against Oak Hill Academy, and he he scored 32 points against the number 16th team in the country, which was unheard of. <laughs> and he for sure brought for sure brought a lot of attention to Omaha, and it made it got Oak Hill to be 0-2 against Nebraska. So that's always a plus. And then uh, my top performers, I have three of them. Well, two people and then one kind of wrapping it up. Uh, my first is, I've mentioned it before, John Mitchell III. He went insane against, I think it was Plainview this Friday night. I was driving home from Hastings and I get an alert on my phone saying that John Mitchell has 47 of his team's 50 points at halftime. And he finished with 61 points in one game. And I just could not believe that. they Creighton High School has stopped updating their max preps but I have to imagine he's averaging north of 35 a game after scoring 61. 
and I think he was averaging 34.6 when they last updated it. My second one is Quinn Johnson from Loomis, who we've had on the show before. He dropped 30 points in two games this week, including going 10 of 16 from the three-point line, which set the school record for most in the game. And then my last one was just the state of Nebraska basketball as a whole. We just had a tremendous week overall. I'll go through some highlights here. We had Tuesday night, Bellevue West beating Milwaukee. And then throughout the week, Isaac Trout scores 57. John Mitchell scores 61. We host a game between two national powerhouses in Oak Hill Academy and Sunrise Christian Academy. Bellevue West gives Sunrise Christian Academy, who is now number two in the nation, according to Max Preps, all of they can handle, losing by score of 75 to 68. Of course, Millard North defeats Oak Hill, which is a great statement win for Millard North and just the state of Nebraska on a national scale. Two Nebraska teams are now nationally ranked in the top 20, Bellevue West at 19th, Miller North at 16th. And finally, Team Factory and Lincoln Supremes, uh, 16 and 17 U's combine, and they have now joined the Under Armour shoe circuit. And that makes it now shoe, two shoe circuit teams in Nebraska alongside OSA. All right, guys, I wanna thank our followers for listening. And if you enjoy our show, make sure to share our podcast You can find me by searching Nebraska Talk on any social platform or visiting my website at nebraskatalk.com. Hey, Jamin, where can we find you? At 402 Hoops on every social media platform. Very nice. And John? Cornhusker Hoop Support at at Cornhusker Hoop Support on Instagram and at CHR Basketball on Twitter. Very nice. All right. We have more ball to watch this week, guys. Until next time, make sure to go check out our social platforms.